In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today, with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Ladies, Motherhood Talk Radio is here to give you a powerful platform by giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio has interviews with best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, and women of interest who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is on the air now. Moms, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I have with me today Christy Holly and Rick Swanson, and this is our Mother's Day show. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to you, too. Between it's Sunday, two- right? Oh, oh, yeah. We're going to celebrate okay. it a week. Hello. Just yeah. No, I thought I was like, I missed it. I was like, uh-oh. No, for all we do, are you kidding? We need a week, maybe like Mother's Month. <laughs> I know. I know. It doesn't seem right that we just get one day, you know, to be like, oh, thanks, Mom. I know, and you know what? It What happens is you end up, like, doing stuff for your your mom or your grandma, and then you're working this whole time, and then it's not really your day. Where is the honor? I don't. That's why we need a week. That's true. We need a week so we can like <clears throat> spread it out, and then people can just honor us from all over. We can give gifts. Gifts are good. Gifts are good. Gifts are good. And you know, we're going to have um, as our guest today. We have Barbara Lazaroff and Trisha Lavoie, who've written this outstanding book, not for Mother's Day, but it's the perfect Mother's Day gift called "Wishes for a Mother's Heart." Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we welcome them on, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about honoring our mothers because that's what the company that I own does, Motherhood Incorporated. It believes in the integrity of the family and keeping our mothers as, as uh, close and directly involved with their children as possible while earning a living. And, Christy, I'm going to say to you on this happy, happy Mother's Day that I want to thank you because you have shown me over the years we've done this radio show that a smile and a hug and a cookie <laughs> can make up um, can make up for everything and the unconditional love that I see that you provide not only for your family but for your friends and for your children and your sisters and your mom and just everybody that comes into contact you, with you cannot help but fall in love with you. <laughs> And I want to honor you this Mother's Day because of that. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a hard job what we do. It is a hard job what we do. And for you, my friend. I can't wait. (laughs) Well, I didn't have a lot of time to think about this. (laughs) But I'd like to honor you for, for just the person that you are inside and out. And you are consistently a wonderful, caring friend and a wonderful mother, and I think that you always put, which might maybe be a flaw, but I'm not (laughs) saying it's a flaw, you always put everyone ahead of yourself, and while that's admirable, you know, I'd love to see you put yourself in front, too, because I know that you are, you shine when when you do that, 
And I just, I want the very best for you. I want you to be happy. I want you to be able to stand on your your own two feet all of the time, and you do that, and you do it well. And I just, I just love you so much, and you are one of my very best friends. It is, and we're so lucky. Thank you for that, by the way. But we're so lucky to work together. I mean, to be able to be moms, our kids are the same age, to go through these things together, to support each other in the radio show, to support each other through life. Um, it's been just a really, it's been an outstanding journey and a tribute to what mothers can achieve when they put their heads together and decide, oh, I'm going to come out of the laundry room and I'm going to come out of the corporate boardroom and we're going to make a radio show that's going to make a difference. Um, but I would be remiss in our motherhood talk radio show in not honoring. Now, we know he's not a mother, but we did call him Mama Ricky. He's an honorary mama. He's an honorary mama. Thank, um, thank you, I think. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you take good care of us. I mean, you, you, you not only, like, hand us Kleenexes when we cry, you tell us we look pretty when we come when in. When we don't. <laughs> when we don't. Um, but without you, this radio show wouldn't be possible because when the station first approached me about doing this radio show and I had a decision to make, I really didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't have a co-host yet. And I looked across the room to Rick, and, you know, now I realize he didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> but at the nice. time, he just looked at me. He goes, of course, Dan, we can do this. Of course, I'll be right here. I'll help you. I'll walk you through it. And I didn't think, like, what does he know about motherhood talk radio? What does he know about radio? What does he know about anything? Yeah, I'm not even a mom. But that little bit of just, of course you can do it, gave me that bump, that little bit that I needed to push me over the edge to go, you know what? I can do this, and I can do this with you, Rick. I can do this with you, Christy. And, Christy, you were my next call, going, let's make a difference. Let's empower women. Let's bring information to them in a way that's non-threatening, that can make them laugh, where we can share what we're doing, and then we can also bring on (laughs) experts to our radio show for the questions we have. And then we get expert advice for free. Free is good. (laughs) Free is very good. So I am very thankful on this Mother's Day for Rick and for Christy and for TogiNet for helping put this show together because Mother's really is the whole concept of Mother's from Motherhood Incorporated to Motherhood Talk Radio to our sister show, Military Mom Talk Radio. um, All of those things are meant to empower and strengthen the family, and we do that through our mothers. Oh, <laughs> very good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I want to ask you, Christy, what are you going to do for Mother's Day? Well, on Sunday, because, you know, I don't, I'm going to celebrate the whole week, but on Sunday um, we will probably go to my grandma's. She's 97. And we will probably have a barbecue, and all the mothers will work hard to get that ready. <laughs> You're working on Mother's Day? Well, I've got to... Oh, what mother pre- doesn't work on every day? I still day. have to take care True. of the kids. I still have to prepare part of a meal. So unless we want hot dogs. Unless we want, or yeah. scrambled eggs. But still, someone still has to cook those. <laughs> but So that's what we'll probably do. Now, Rick, what about you on this, this most glorious of holidays for most the single glorious, man? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what we're doing. I think you guys and my mom are going out, or my grandma, my aunt, and you're going out. Because I'm going to be at church basically all day. I have to play three times on Sunday. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. You have to play the morning services and the night services. And then, and yeah, but she's going to come see the night one, so that'll be nice. What will you do for your mother, Rick? What Something will I do? I don't know. Special. I was hoping from the show to get some good gift ideas because, you know, you can always do, like, flowers and a car, but, like, that just seems kind of cliche. But if it works, I'm going to stick with it. Well, flowers are good. I mean, you know, books are good. I mean, candy is good. I think, though, honestly, for, you know, if I were going to, if I were you and I was going to give a gift to your mom, because I love your mom and she's been so good in adopting me and my two kids, um, the best gift I think you can give a mother as a grown adult male is like the gift of your time to say, you know what, here's a coupon. I'm going to take you out to dinner. It's just going to be you and me or you and me at a movie. Um, Because, you know, as we get older, our lives get so spread out. And the one thing, like, even I can see the difference between, you know, my kids being really little and now being even seven, you know, that time that you get one-on-one with your son with no other siblings around, that's the most beautiful gift of all. But that's just me. Christy, what do you think? <laughs> like, I'm like, well, I would like for my husband to take my kids for a little while. <laughs> well, see, now here, wait a minute. We, have to, we, we were focusing on how Rick could help his mom. Oh, Rick could help his mom. Sorry, oh, 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 sorry. Like, take your brothers and sisters away and let her have some peace and quiet. Yeah, she no. actually might like that the most. Take your siblings. It is Mother's Day. I mean, it's <laughs> take your kids away from your mother. No, I'm just kidding. Right. I don't know. Motherhood stuff. Uh. Yeah, time is good. Time is good as an adult. <laughs> Well, think about your mom. You know, it's like I think of my mom, you know, going and, you know, it was really hard for me picking out her Mother's Day card because my mom is in her final stages. So, you know, to pick a card that conveys what I wanted it to say and to write in there what I wanted it to say. And I realized, like, at this stage in her life, um, you know, where her life may be ending soon, that the gift of time, to me, is the most precious thing. And I even think about, like, you and me, Christy, it's like between our kids and our schedules and everything that's going on, when I get, like, two hours alone with you, (laughs) it sounds dirty, but it's not, (laughs) it's so much fun. It is so much fun. It is so much fun. And I think even with, you know, like, I think of Rick, too, like, we went to see this scary movie on, what was it, Insidious? Yeah, that, yeah that, that honestly was seriously scary. Like it's it, was one of the scary. it was scary. It was, but it was scary awesome. fun. Um, yeah, yeah. I've never heard that much screaming in a theater. I need to go there. I need to see it. Yeah, you need to see it. You need to see it with Greg because I got to, like, snuggle up to Rick, and he was, like, all big and protective, even though I don't know what he's going to do with a ghost or a phantasm. Because he hey, was too scared. Hey, <laughs> hey one thing themselves, at least I can shoot at it. I mean, it may not do anything, but we'll both feel better. That's right. That's right. Um, But just to have that time for me was so much fun because, you know, it's like Rick and I, we do work together and there's family around and my kids are around. And just to have that little bit of time where we could go watch this movie, be completely scared and, uh, well, I screamed. He didn't scream. But he did grunt at one point, which I think is the equivalent (laughs) of a totally. Grunter? Grunter? Oh, wait. Don't even. <laughs> Don't even. But but I felt very protected, and that's what you want in a scary movie. And um, but it was really fun. So I'm going to vote for the gift of time. I am too. I am too because I like to spend time with my mom. You know, one on one. It's always really fun. And I don't get to do that that often. And also, like with my sisters too. You know, as adults and just spending that quality time together, one on one. It is. It is. Well, you know what? We've got some amazing guests coming up. Uh, 
They are Barbara Lazaroff and Tricia LaVoyce, and they are authors of this outstanding book, Wishes for a Mother's Heart, that I had the privilege of reading. And I'm going to tell you when we get back to, from the break a very funny story about these girls that they don't know because I knew them a long time ago. Actually, I was just a fan, um, but it's really fun to have them on our show and um, just to welcome them. So my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly and Rick Swanson, and we will be back after the break. And check out Wishes for a Mother's Heart. Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio. Giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holland. This is Sandra Beck, and we are here on Motherhood Talk Radio with Christy Holly and Sandra Beck and Rick Swanson, and we have an outstanding show today. And um, I want to tell a little story, Rick, if you'll bear with me for a minute. Christy's had sure. to step away. Um, but 
Not so very long ago, when I first moved from Buffalo to California, I worked for a real estate agent in uh, West Los Angeles, and I used to see these names on a database, and I would see Barbara Lazaroff, or I would see, like, Trisha and Richard Lavoie, and... I see all these labels and imagine, you know, who are these fabulous people? Who are these amazing uh, women that I keep seeing turning up over and over? And what I found out when I went to Google was that Barbara Lazaroff is completely fabulous. Trisha LaVoice was completely fabulous. And whenever I would put the little mailings together for them, I would think of them. And, you know, I had seen Barbara, I believe, through the Aviva Foundation, uh, through Friends of Sheba, a lot of the different organizations that I would volunteer from. And I would stand back, you know, this little girl from Buffalo, looking at these, like, beautiful, fantastic, outstanding, amazing mothers um, that could literally sit around and be rich, which is, you know, you know what you don't have in Buffalo. And I thought, gosh, look at them. Look at all they do. Look at all they do to help. And then what was funny, like, you know, almost a decade later, I see this Wishes for a Mother's Heart, and I look at the authors, and who is it but these two fantastic women that I used to watch from afar when I was young and first moved out here, and now I get to have them on the radio show. That, to me, is the coolest. And I would like to welcome today Barbara Lazaroff and Tricia LaVoice, and they are going to talk to us about their book, Wishes for a Mother's Heart. Are you there, girls? We certainly are. We're here. Hi. Can we've you hear been, us? We've been listening to for quite a while now, so it's, uh, we're happy to finally meet up. How fun is that? And I'm truthful when I say the, for the longest time, all I knew about you two was these names on a mailing address label. And then I got to, you know, Google you on the Internet and follow what you were doing. And then I would see you guys at different events, especially, Barbara, is it the Aviva, Aviva that you are involved in? I've been involved with Aviva for quite a number of years, and I rebuilt the Annenberg House. It took about five years for the abused girls, and, of course, our American Wine and Food Festival for Meals on Wheels that's 28 years long, and also our American Cancer event that we also founded is 27 years, and the Passover Seder we just had was 27 years as well, and Sheba Hospital in Israel I'm on the board of, and a lot of other things, four different cancer research programs, and also the Fulfillment Fund, a lot of a lot of uh, causes for mentoring and education. That is amazing. That is amazing. And when I think of, you know, the listeners today coming from primarily all over the country, but there's a lot of them from all over the world, uh, women like both of you are inspirations to the rest of us to not rest on our laurels, to make a difference, um, to figure out how to juggle it all, which is what this radio show is about mostly, to try to figure out, you know, how do we juggle our families? How do we juggle our children? Um, now, both of you, have children, correct? Right. I have Barbara and I come together in motherhood, but the lives we live outside of that are quite different. I have four children. I live in Connecticut in a uh, quiet area, and so I write, but I'm home with the children, and Barbara lives this fantastic life where she's making a difference all well, over the place. I know. If, if, people always look at people's lives and think they're fantastic. They, I feel good about my life because I feel like I'm giving back, but 
it, it's part of what the book's about as well, that you, you can't look at some other situations, matter of perspective. Some people wouldn't want to sacrifice some of the things I have to sacrifice in order to do what I do. And that, that's the decision, a life decision about what kind of profession you want, what kind of a mother you want to be in terms of the time you allocate to, to friendships, your life. So it's all a matter of compromise, but everything is a matter of compromise in life anyway. So these are, these are choices you make. Well, I think that's so important, um, and it's, uh, Barbara, was that you speaking or Trish? It's hard for me to that tell your me voices apart. About, about choices, because, you know, people look at my life sometimes and say, oh, she has beautiful clothes, and look at this fantastic life, but they, they don't see also that you sacrifice an awful lot of sleep, you travel, you work, there are moments you want to be in one place, but you have to be in the other place. So it's important not to have an unrealistic expectation of what someone else's life is like or not like. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and when I honor you by saying I think you guys are amazing women in what you do, um, I see the compromises that I have to make, you know, as an author, as a radio host, and, you know, as a single mom of two little boys. And But you inspire us. And, you know, in reading your book and, and listening to what you have to say, um, I can get a glimpse into the two of you. Um, there's a lot of heart there. There's heart in everything that, you know, when I was reading these pages, um, there's heart comes through here really strongly. And my favorite line, can I tell you guys what my favorite line of the book is? Sure. Of course. Okay. It comes on early, and it's just something, it's one of your treasured quotes, and I wrote this down. Um, because as mothers, you know, a lot of times we don't stand up and roar. We don't stand right. up. I knew and you were going to say this. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> courage doesn't goes. always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day saying, I will try again tomorrow. And to me, that line that I will try again tomorrow is, I think, what every mother feels because there's so much we don't know. There's so many. Every kid is different. Every situation is different. You know, we're adding salt and pepper to this and hoping it works out. And when I saw that very early on in your book, I thought, oh, I'm going to like this. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's, that, it's, it's analogous also to falling off the bike and getting back on or feeling like knowing that failure doesn't mean complete failure, that we, we need to learn through the things that don't quite work we need to know that when we make up that list for the day, we're not always going to get through it mentally or literally, and that um, some, of the, some of the major successes we have are very modest. They're very quiet, they're very, but they're, they're life. That they just make a major change in somebody else's life, your child's life, or your own. Those epiphanies we have are not necessarily things that people are going to put in their bio or televised on TV or it's ever going to get into a magazine, but believe it or not, those those moments matter more than anything. anything. Well, and one of the things that came across to me most strongly when I was reading your book, I look at what Christy and I do with Rick on this radio show and then my company, Motherhood Incorporated, that empowers moms to work from home or work in the tech field so they can be with part of their family. It was so perfect to me that this book is co-authored, that there's two women on here, two mothers working together to create something, to share something, um, because as women, when we get together, we're very powerful, and 
we can't exist in a vacuum. You know, we need each other's help. We need each other's support. And when I saw that the two of you collaborated on this book, I thought that was really cool. And I'd like to ask you, you know, how did this, how did this concept get started? Tell me a little bit about what led you guys to put this book together. Trish is going to speak for that um, right now. Yeah. The, the book, is, I guess, wishes started back I had to really take it back 17 years ago. I lost my parents in a car accident. And um, as I healed with that, Barbara was there for me and offering a love that made it so I could be a better mom and be a better wife. And so I wrote a book about that. And at the end of me writing that book, which still sits on my desk, um, I said to Barbara, I'm going to wish you something every day for a month and give back and be supportive and so it started off very simple, just a wish, like September 1st, I wish you trust, September 2nd, I wish you love. And um, so we documented the month of September in 2005 like that. And then in 2007, I got moved with my family to Connecticut. And there I was without girlfriends, without support, and I really felt it. It was, it was very difficult. So come September, I was walking a lot and reflecting and I started writing wishes again, and this time they just came out a lot more richer and a little deeper. And um, Lisa Gibbons, who's a friend, a friend of Barbara and I, she had read some of the wishes and started reading them on her radio site. And we, I just started writing wishes for all people in my life. And the book found itself. I didn't even get jealous when she started doing it for other people. <laughs> but the book found <laughs> it was, and I think that's why you find so much heart in it, because it really did start from a place of love and appreciation and gratitude, and never, ever did we think we would be here with it. And so um, it was just had a, a powerful message that needed to, to get out, and this is where we are. And we wanted to start with Mother's Day. We want to do a, a handful of wishes books, but we just felt that was so important because to be the best mothers we can be, we have to have the support of one another. I mean, Absolutely. And then afterwards we want to talk about this concept of mentoring supporting other women, mentoring younger women, and even mentoring older women in terms of transformation, you know, and change, because we all have change in our life. But we need other women. We're a tribe. We're a clan. Absolutely. And when I – there's another line in your book that really got to me um, that says, we are loving and trusting friends and mothers. We have all experienced marriage and, two have endured divorce. Talking about you guys and Lisa Gibbons and, you know, who else is in your circle – um, but we navigate some of these things, the same situations that, of course, all the, you know, everything's different in a little way, but the feelings, the things that go on in our hearts as mothers, as wives, as girlfriends feel the same. And I had a divorce mentor, you know, I had a recovery mentor as I rebuilt my business and decided this is what I'm going to do with my life. You can't do it alone. And I'm so glad that you're with us today because you can share this information with us. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio. My guests today are the fantastic uh, Barbara Lazaroff and Trisha LaVoice. I would encourage you guys to look them up on the internet and also look for their book, Wishes for a Mother's Heart. It's a wonderful Mother's Day gift. I have read it. It's a book that will move you. It will teach you. It'll just make you feel like you had a cup of coffee with your best friend and you walked away going, you know what? I can do this. I can get on with my life. Here's your 
show, Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Hey moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood, real moms in the real world. Do you get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's real moms in the real world. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. On toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly and Rick Swanson, and we are talking to Tricia LaVoyce and Barbara Lazaroff. They have written this wonderful book, Wishes for a Mother's Heart. It is inspiring. It is fun. It is funny. It's full of helpful information, and most of all, it's real, and it's written from the heart. And I would encourage you guys to check it out on Amazon. You can find it in Barnes & Noble bookstores online. They have a website. Girls, what's your web address? www.wishesfortheheart.com. Perfect. www.wishesfortheheart.com. It makes an outstanding Mother's Day gift. And i got to tell you, girls, when I was reading it, I felt very comforted. I felt guided. I felt motivated while reading it. It was really, it was just a whole lot of fun, and there's so much in it. And I want to talk to you for a little bit about, you had mentioned in the last segment, mentoring. Mentoring as mothers, mentoring, you know, throughout our lifestyle. Well, um, you know, I think, first of all, you might feel comforted because we are talking about supporting one another and bringing everybody into the tribe with arms and hearts and minds and discussing issues openly and really being out there. And uh, when somebody says to you, oh, you know, I'm so sorry about that, I just let me know if I can help you. Well, don't just say it. Go and do something. 
I keep saying that the, um, the smallest act of kindness is so far greater than the grandest intention. Just go and do something. So we speak about mentoring in a number of capacities. I actually literally mentor kids through a number of youth mentoring programs. Trisha is wonderful with her girlfriends, and we, we really do love and uh, find support reciprocally with our friendships. It's important, though, to know that there are some people out there they didn't have perhaps the kind of mother that was, or, or father for that matter, or family structure where there was that kind of support. Or in my case, you know, Tricia lost her mother and father. She already had one child and was married. But my mother lost her mother when she was four and had the proverbial wicked stepmother. Um, and she still managed to find love and patience and was a wonderful mother. So some of this is innate, but most of it is learned. We need to start early with our children. But, Tricia, maybe you want to speak to the issue of of how we can support our yeah. friends through action. Yeah, I, I find, you know, I don't have a mother, and yet here we, well, I have a mother. She's not with me. But here we are with the first book, which is for a mother's heart. And how that um, came about was a couple years ago I saw a beautiful Mother's Day card, and I walked past it, and, you know, I put it back down. And then I thought, I just want to send that card out. And I thought about all the women in my life that love me maternally, and um, I ended up going home and writing and making a Mother's Day card, and I sent it out to about 30 friends. And so Barbara and I talked about this book not only being a great gift to give to our mothers, but a gift that we as women give to other women. And that's even friends that haven't given birth, because maternal love is anyone who cares for you. And so, Or the, even for their fuzzy pets. Even the fuzzy bit, yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, the little things. I can be down and have a hard day and be, walk in a yoga class, and it just takes another mom or another friend to say something kind or, you know, walk over and just do something loving and supportive. And that just gives me some energy to go back out there and not only um, be a better mom, but enjoy my life. makes it richer, yeah. fuller. Once again, it wasn't a roar. It was a little purr, and it really helped. Yeah, and it's so easy. It's so easy. Um, you know, Barbara and I have just worked on each other's gardens together, and, uh, you know, so you walk by a garden, you see flowers growing, and there's the, the love and friendship there also. It's not just flowers growing or arranging a room together, furniture. I mean, it's so easy. You know, easy. Rick, Rick was over there going, you guys were discussing, um, poor Rick. Rick, I, Rick should be happy to have all these wonderful women around him. I think he is. Um, you were talking about what what to give your mother. And we all agree that time is the most precious element. We don't spend enough time with the other people in our life. And then, as my mother always says, you know, Barbara, it's going to be a long-distance phone call when I'm gone, so you better be around now. But in the book, we have a lot of pragmatic ideas about what you can do with people. And I really do remember when Trisha came over and we organized the, uh, you remember the all cocktail the, yeah. glasses, yeah. all the little glasses, and she came by uh, recently, she flew in, and she said, oh, they're still all, it makes right. you feel good to share those things. And reciprocally, I think about that with children. We all think about what present we're going to get our child. And you know what? The child's going to remember the little trip you took them on or the book you read with them or the movie you shared with them or the time you planted the watermelons together far longer than they're going to remember the eighth Lego toy you got them. And we would, of course, love everyone to give this book to all their friends and their um, mother friends. But even more important is this Mother's Day, if we all take some time and just 
call one another and say, I just want to tell you what a great job you're doing. You know, I'm noticing. I watch. And, um, and we all need to, as mothers, cut each other a break. If we all understand how hard it is, then we really need to be more supportive of one another and understanding and leave the judgment um, of how and what how choices people mother are making. and choices. And, you know, Trish is correct in this regard. We talk about um, verbally uh, noting your appreciation. So often people don't say the words. It's so important to say, I love you. You matter to me. I appreciate you. Yeah, you're or doing a good job. You remember, I I'm noticed. sorry. I'm right. apologizing is an important uh, thing to express to people. But verbal communication is really important. Men have some difficulty with this sometimes. My mother was just discussing today that, right? right. And, and my women... brother, who doesn't say, I love you, never. Yeah. And he loves his mother very much, but he has a problem with it. But I think, you know, women also have, we all have trouble expressing ourselves. But the more you do it, the easier it is. I have worked on it very hard because uh, I've met some people that were just so much more verbally expressive. And once you get it down, it's so easy to just um, offer love and gratitude, and it goes so far. Well, and when you talk about girls that going so far, I can tell you there was a point in my life last year where, you know, I was one of my houses was in foreclosure. I'm trying to run these radio shows. I'm a single mom. I run a technology company. And I was sitting in my office, you know, which is in my home. I didn't know where to turn. You know, my mom is dying in, in New York. I have no family out here. I'm in a new neighborhood, you know, very, very isolated. And... You know, I sat down on this chair, and I was like, I didn't even know, like, if you had told me to breathe out and breathe in, I would have done that. I was just so completely, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I looked over at Christy, who, you know, obviously didn't know me my whole life. I haven't lived here, you know, in this neighborhood very long. And she looked at me, she said, it's okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to do this. I believe in you. And I almost fell off the chair. It was a powerful moment. You know, it was I, a super I, powerful moment. Absolutely, and and she, she was your anchor. She was your life. She was your she was your everything. She grounded you, but she lifted you up as well. You know, my mother is, has stage four lung cancer, and I've lost three girlfriends last year and a few to cancer the year before. And at the time, my closest girlfriend seven years ago. And so I have been through this repeatedly, but somehow our mothers, um, and, you know, Lisa Gibbons lost her mother two years ago to Alzheimer's, Tricia lost her mother and father, and I'm blessed to still have my parents, but caretaking them is also very difficult, and in that process, it's very important to take care of yourself as well if you're going to nurture the other person. Well, and that's where the mentoring comes from, from you and from other women who have been through these, what you call changes, but they are life changes. You know, when you tell me it's going to be okay or you tell me I've been through this and this is what's going to happen to you, um, like I had a mentor for my divorce. I was married for 10 years. I didn't know what to expect. I'm from a Catholic family. Nobody ever got divorced in my family. And one of my great friends, Lou Paget, you might know her, yep. sat me down and she she said, Fan, this is what you can expect. It's going to get worse before it gets better. These are the things you're going to feel this way in court. And I felt like I was walking down a familiar path when it happened to me. Yep. You know, I was married almost 20 years. We were together five before that. And interestingly, I had some support. But what happened after my divorce is 
all the other women that came after me who were getting divorced all called, oh, call Barbara Lazaroff. And I was mentoring all these people through this process, and I, too, said to them, I'm sorry to tell you, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And, uh, and it did. But it, it does also, the process is very hard because then afterwards, every time somebody communicates with you, it kind of draws you back to that moment. And you, as time goes on, you'll see some of your friends, sadly, will go through this and they will come to you for advice. And you'll be dragged back to that moment a little bit. So you have to learn to, to mentor, to be supportive, and also to separate emotionally a little bit so you don't get dragged back to that. Because I, I was divorcing a partner, the father of my children, and we had, you know, 5,000 employees in all these businesses, which I still have, but it was a very difficult process. Trisha is happily still married. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of talk about change your thoughts and change your life and uh, change, change, change. And yesterday, Barbara and I were driving down to Hay House, that's our, the publisher, and um, Barbara said something about, well, change is going to happen to all of us. And I thought, oh, my gosh, of course. Like, I just didn't think of it that way. And so when we know, I don't know at what point we really said, so when we understand that there's going to be so much change in all of our lives, and so we just need to decide when that change takes place, what's the best way to get through it. And absolutely, it's going to be with the love and support of, of others and friends. Human kindness is so powerful. Yes, and, and some change is absolutely wonderful, and all change can be good. It depends upon how we're coping with it at the time and who's there to help us get through it. So I think that if there are some women out there listening, who you, if they don't have a woman friend, a close woman friend, go out and get yourself one. Work on it. That's your project. Work on it because you need, you need a sister in your life. Well, and it's so perfect that you guys are with Hay House because one of the books that helped me through and has continued to help me is Louise Hayes' work, and mm-hmm. she has a great book, You Can Heal Your Life. It's just so perfect that you guys, you know, that's part of, um, you know, what you're doing. I would like to recommend to our listeners who have uh, missed the first segment to check us out on iTunes. You can check us out on Motherhood Talk Radio. We are live stream. We are also available in podcast. Our guests today are Barbara Lazaroff and Tricia LaVoyce. They have written this wonderful book, Wishes for a Mother's Heart. It's a great, great read. It's a perfect gift for your mother. It's a perfect gift for your girlfriends. Anybody who's a wonderful, loving, nurturing spirit can benefit from this book. And i got to tell you, it has lots of practical, good information. When we come back from the break, we will be talking to Tricia and Barbara about their relationships with their mothers. Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Multi-Ethnic Church with Mark DeMoss, Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, is a show that passionately addresses the question, if the kingdom of heaven is not segregated, then why on earth is your local church? They call us Yes, 
gas. Increasingly, our diverse population and the diverse families it's producing is reshaping the face of the local church as people are beginning to recognize the power and beauty of walking, working, and worshiping God together with others of different backgrounds. How can your church overcome the obstacles, and why should you even try? Join a live chat with guests from around the country and the world to learn the effectiveness of churches in the 21st century beyond race and class distinction. This show has its pulse on what it will take for the church to find real reconciliation in our generation. So tune in for the Multi-Ethnic Church with Mark DeMoss, Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, here on Toginet.com. Booyah! That's the word uttered when you know you have the upper hand. Or you're the winner. Well, now, we have the Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Brassi. Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on Toginet.com. Martin's show is all about helping speakers and authors find their niche, create their brand, and achieve massive success. Each week, Martin will interview guests from around the world who have achieved tremendous success as speakers and authors. You'll find out who they are, what they do, and how you can follow in their footsteps to achieve incredible results. Guests will come from around the world of business, entertainment, finance, the arts, and sciences. Nothing is off topic. No subject too taboo. We'll share valuable information as well as huge laughs as we discover the ups and downs of being a successful speaker and author. The Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Pressey. Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on Togedat.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Holly. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly in theory, but it's very funny right now, Rick. Don't you think she's in the um, other side of the um, building telling her children to be quiet during the radio show? <laughs> <laughs> That's part of, like, motherhood talk radio. We're not going to win any parenting awards. Christy just came back, walking back in. Her face is red. She's going to sit down, have a drink. We'll finish out the show. It's fine. Um but uh, on another note, uh, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio, along with Christy Holly and Rick Swanson. Our guests today are Barbara Lazaroff and Trisha Lavoie. They've written this outstanding book called Wishes for a Mother's Heart. You can find it at Barnes & Noble. You can look it up on Amazon. You can Google it. Uh, you can also buy it off their website. Uh, what is the website, girls? Uh, wishesfortheheart.com, www.wishesfortheheart.com. And we also have a Wishes Facebook page, right, Trish? Yep. And it's and, fun because we have a little contest and going. Twitter. We have a Twitter at Wishes with the number four, Wishes for the Heart. We have a little contest going. You can write your own wish, a sentence or two, on the Wishes page. Uh, the best wish, and it doesn't have to be profound. It can be amusing. It can be sweet. It can be whatever. Gets uh, dinner for two at Spago and the other one dinner for two at Chinois, but you have to get yourself to Los Angeles. I'm not well, that I can do. Uh, Christy and I, we're going to be on that wishes for our heart. How many can we submit? How many can we submit? On the wish Facebook page. That is wonderful. So Wishes for the Heart, the number four on Facebook. Uh, check them out on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. It's a great read. Uh, and I want to tell you something that we haven't mentioned. The book also donates portions of the profits to, uh, to various charities. Uh, four different cancer organizations, I think, the Tourette's uh, 
Foundation, right, Tricia? Uh, Cedars-Sinai Hospital, CCAP, which is a uh, foundation for um, children in the culinary field, high school students, uh, the Aviva Home for Abused Girls, and various other places uh, through Barnes & Noble. So you can have a lovely book and do good in the world at the same time. That is outstanding. I wouldn't expect anything less from you two with all the philanthropic work you do. And it's mothers like both of you that make a difference not only for our own families, the friends of uh, the family friends that you come into touch, but now with your book, uh, Your Wishes for a Mother's Heart, you're able to touch not only your readers but, but people in need. And I think that's just fantastic. Uh, girls, I want to go back. Uh, when we left the last segment, we were talking a little bit about our mothers, and there's many of us as this Mother's Day come up, um, have lost our mothers or in, are in the process of losing our mothers, whether it be to, to you know, illness or injury. Um, can you give us some advice on how to cope during this uh, Mother's Day season? One of the wishes that I wrote addresses that. This is Tricia speaking. Um, one of the wishes that I wrote talks about how Mother Nature knew that we would all have to say goodbye to our mothers one day, and so she put instilled in all of us maternal love. And so I think, one, you just have to recognize that, um, you know, it's sad and painful, and you let those feelings come and go. And as time goes by, it may not be um, as difficult, and some years get harder than others. But once you sit with that for a moment, there's so much maternal love out there, and so that's why when I, when I lost my mother, I was 31 years old, and even though that's, um, you know, I, I wasn't seven, I, she was my best friend, and we talked all the time. I still was had a lot to learn from her, and so she would, being that it was a car accident, it was such a shock that um, I had to find maternal love other places, and the other book I wrote is called Pieces of My Mother because I actually question if she sent me these wonderful women that were able to um, love me eternally. So I think that that's the best thing is that if you give love, love will come back to you. And I just would, yeah, that would be my best recommendation. And then also, you know, sometimes it's going to hurt, but when it hurts, that also keeps us connected. I get more nervous about the times than um, when I don't miss my mother because how sad would that be? No, I think you're concerned about your mom's uh, stage four cancer, yes? Yes, and absolutely. Mine as well. As I said, my, my mother is uh, a miracle. She's in 11% of the population that's made it almost two years. Uh, I had was preparing myself, though, as Tricia has said, you can never really prepare yourself. She's told me that often. Uh, because even though when we, we know we're going to be losing somebody, the pain it's not it's not a reality until it happens. Um, and with a car accident, in Trisha's mother's and father's case, it's just a big shock. I've been contemplating this for a while. I think about it, but it's still not completely real. Even when I almost lost her a few months ago from an operation from a peripheral angiogram, she blew an artery, and I stood over her after she had gotten out of um, surgery and thought she was out of it, and boom! And I thought, in those 20 minutes, she, I, we almost lost her. So. You know, it's, it's such a lot of mixed feelings, and as you said, bittersweet, very hard. Um, I have to say, though, that it teaches you then to remember that every day is very precious and valuable. Right. That, that's, that's the message it's sending you, and um, it's important to know that and to call your mother, and if you can't be with her physically, to make her know that you're there in heart and spirit 
that you think about her all the time and that you love her and appreciate and tell her, verbally say, you know, I appreciate all the things you've taught me. I'm, I am who I am because of you and even bring up some wonderful stories. They love to hear the stories that you shared when you were a child. But it's, it's going to be hard, but it's, it's difficult for me as well. I am very lucky that my mother is going to make it, hopefully, May 22nd for my son, my elder son's graduation from college. I'm so proud of him. And I have to tell you, when he was born 21 and a half years ago, I remember thinking, holding him, saying, just let my parents be alive to see him be, or let, let them be alive to see him go to, get to high school. And now he's getting to college, you know. You just never know. Life is unpredictable. And I think, girls, that's such outstanding advice to everybody. And what I've taken away from this show, other than, you know, your fantastic book that I hope everyone will buy and read, but also is that as women, as mothers, as friends, we can't do it alone. We need the love and support of our friends. And I felt, even just through the segment, Barbara and Tricia, how lovely of you to share your personal feelings with what's a very difficult situation on Mother's Day. And I think of the moms listening today, those of uh, our listeners who have lost their moms or are in the process of losing their moms. You've given us a little roadmap. And even though, as Tricia said, we can't be prepared for this, you've given us a roadmap to follow and what to expect. And we know that you've walked this walk before us and that when we make this walk, we can make it too. And I'd like to ask each of you if there's one thing, uh, Trish and Barbara, if there's one thing that our listeners could take away uh, from the show today that you'd like to leave with them as your Mother's Day gift for our listeners, what would that be? Trisha, what would you like to say? What, what I, would love that, I would love the book to make a difference because if the book makes a difference, then that speaks for the loss, the pain, the, um, the trust, the love, the loyalty. And it's and it serves as an example. And so, if the book is shared among other people and it just helps lift someone just a little bit, then that's wonderful. And it keeps, um, it, you know, that's part of keeping my mother alive. And it's all, you know, just shows that if we face it and we we work through it, that you know, life is still so full and so beautiful. You know, I have the ability financially to buy my mother jewelry, diamonds, whatever, and I have. But I think some of the things she values the most is the little rock I once painted for her as a child and the poem I wrote for her, in the, which is in the book, you know, when I was nine. And once again, those moments we share, so do that. Be kind, be loving, and express it. And do something very intimate and personal because no one else can do that but you. You had spoke earlier before we came on about time, and absolutely that is the greatest gift that you can give. It's making your priorities a priority. And a lot of times we're so busy and our priorities sit to the side so we could take care of everything else. And you just stop and there's your husband or your significant other, or your children, your, your mother, your sister, your best friend. And you just have to stop and say, wait a minute, I, I need to give this person my time. But not only give them their, your time, tell them. I'm turning off my cell phone. I'm making time for you because Ooh, you're and important to me. that's a difficult one for Trish, right, yeah. Trish? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's got that attached to her. A couple of years ago, though, I, um, I planted tulip bulbs when we found out that Barbara's mother was ill. And they've come up now. This is the second spring that they've come up, and Ellie is still with us because when I planted them, I didn't know if she'd be with us to see the tulips bloom once. And so I love that idea also to share on Mother's Day, put something in the ground and, and watch it grow and, and carry on life. 
Now, I'm getting a little worried. Are you going to dig those tulip bulbs up and send them to me before you move to Seattle? <laughs> yeah, I'm moving. I have to leave the tulip bulbs. No, no, no. You have to send them to me. I'm putting them in the refrigerator. Absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> you can dig up those bulbs. Come on. They have to go with you. Oh, yeah, they they dig up those this bulbs. year they started growing, and then we got a snow. So I took pictures of it because it was so wonderful to watch, you know, spring trying to come through the – well, it did come through the ground after this amazing, difficult winter, and then get hit with snow and, and I, keep growing. And I told Tricia that was definitely my mother, through the, the chemotherapy, through the three lung operations, through the peripheral angiogram, right. those leaves coming up, pushing up through the snow was my mother. Yeah, Mother Nature has offers so many wonder, so much wonderful wisdom. Absolutely. And um, I just think be kinder to each other. And everyone out there... Make sure you call a girlfriend on Mother's Day. Spend a little time with them. And if you do have a mother appreciator, and I'll be working on Mother's Day. I'm going to be seeing all the wonderful mothers at Spago for lunch and dinner. So I work every Mother's Day. But I'm bringing my mother, my brother, and my sons in. Well, one of my sons. The other's away at college. So I just think we need to share. And happy Mother's Day to everyone. Happy Grandmother's Day, too. Right. Girls, I need to cut you off, but I want to thank you for being my guest today on Motherhood Talk Radio, or our guest, Christy's back and Rick is back. Um, But I want to thank you very much for sharing your time with us today, for creating such an outstanding piece of work that I know will bring peace and comfort and guidance to other mothers. And um, it's uh, Sandra Beck from Motherhood Talk Radio, along with Christy Holly and Rick Swanson. Our guests today were Barbara Lazaroff and Trisha LaVoice. You can check us out on iTunes. You can check us out on TogiNet. You can go to Motherhood Talk Radio. And as we look to head into this Mother's Day weekend, we would like to bless um, Trisha's mom in heaven, Barbara's mom, watch over her and my mom as they struggle through their cancer. I would like to honor Christy, Rick, and all the moms listening today. May God bless us all on this Mother's Day. Thank you for being a part of Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Go on Toginet.com. Join us every Tuesday.